Hello, dear brothers and sisters. We had a nice time here now with worship and faith's prayer. And I hope you are enjoying this wonderful time in God's presence. It's so good to be here. It's so good to know that you are good, that you are trying to seek God with all your heart. So now pay attention because God has a strong message again to speak into your heart. We have just a few announcements now, only announcement to the church. If you're a member of Shalom Church or if you would like to help us here with our work in Ireland, in Europe, you can give your offerings, you can give your tithe to our church. The Bible says, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. So please, bring your tithe and offering to someone, some leader of the church, to Pastor Marcio, Fabiana, myself, to some leaders that we have here, our team, and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Are ready for the God for the message of God? So let's start. I'd like to ask you to picture a situation now. Imagine that. Imagine that you are in the last day of your life. Your life is finishing. You know you are condemned to die, but it's an injustice. They commit an injustice to you. You didn't commit any crime. You didn't steal. You didn't kill anybody. But you are being treated like a bad person. So now, you have just a few days to live. And you have an opportunity. You can write a letter to someone. And you can say whatever you want. You can open your heart to the world. What would you do? What would you write on the paper. I'm giving time to you to think. Think about what would you do? What would, would you write in that paper? Maybe you, you would use this opportunity to say that it's not your fault. <laughs> you didn't do anything wrong. It's an injustice, isn't it? Think with me. But now I want to share a story with you, a true story with you. There was a man past who suffered a big injustice. There was a man who was unjustly arrested. He was unjustly beaten also to escape from bad guys. He had to go down the wall in a basket. Another time when he preached in a city called Antioch, he was spilled. On a different day, he was stoned in Lystra. He was flogged, he was arrested and tied with his feet on a log and he suffered shipwreck. He was beaten by a poisonous snake. He suffered a lot. But in his last days of life, he was unjustly imprisoned. Far from his family, far from his church. And so he then decided I write a letter in his last days. Do you know what he wrote? <laughs> I want to read it with you. You have an opportunity to read it now with me. So please open your Bible in the book of Philippians, 
chapter 4, verse 4. The Bible says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. This is the letter that that guy wrote. When he was in his last days of life, he had this wonderful opportunity to say something to the world, to open up his heart. And he told, my brother, I have a device to you. Rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> I will say again, rejoice. Paul was the author of this letter to the Philippians. He used his last words to tell them not about his suffering, not about how it was not his fault. He didn't ask them to take revenge in his name, no. He wrote, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> this is a powerful message to us today, my brother. Doesn't matter what you are facing. God is telling us today, rejoice. Be happy. And the title of this message today is, Joy in the Chaos. Could you imagine that? The, the noise is a little bit different when we speak that. Joy in the middle of chaos. Sometimes we have joy with, when we are with our family. When we receive like an upgrade in our life. When we have money, we have health. But God is telling us today, rejoice in the chaos. And what does joy mean? One of the meanings of joy is a state of happiness or a state of bliss. We need joy to live in the midst of the chaos humanity is. And of course, we will have hard days here on earth. We had dark nights in our lives, but we can trust that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. The Bible says that. And Paul, he wrote this letter to the church of Philippians. And why did he write this letter? We have to study the Bible to, to, to know about that. And when we study, he wrote it to give thanks. He wrote it to give thanks for every help the church gave others. Hallelujah. He wrote that letter to encourage them to fight against fake preachings that they are receiving that age. He wrote to ask them to rejoice, to be glad in whatever circumstance. The Philippians church, they had three social groups there. The rich class, the middle class, and the lower class. They had rich people like Lydia. Did you know her story? Paul met her, and he preached that gospel, and she became a believer. She was rich. They had a middle class, like the jailer that Paul, that Paul was used by God to save all his family. And also they had poor people, like the girl who was a slave of demons. Paul met her, she was delivered and became a believer also. What does that mean? The social class. Every social class can be saved by Jesus. They don't need money to be happy, to be in rejoicing in God's presence. No. 
Every social class can be used by God. Every social class can get joy, be glad in this life. They don't need anything of this world. They need Jesus. Doesn't matter if they are rich, they are the middle class or lower class, poor. What you need is to understand you can have joy in any circumstance, my brother. So rejoice in the Lord. Paul told it many times to that church. Rejoice. It doesn't mean that if they had some sad moment or if they felt discouraged, they would be sinning. No. Paul, Paul didn't say that. Many people judge others who are in sadness or are discouraged by some situation. They should be helping those brothers who are in suffering. Sadness and discouragement are feelings that we'll have to face someday. We'll have to deal with them. It's normal. It's normal you feel sad. You fight against deception. Jesus felt sad when he was on the mountain and he prayed, Father, let this cup pass from me. Jesus got angry when he saw many salespeople in God's house. I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus was disappointed with the disciples on the mountain when they could not pray even for one hour. But in all these things, Jesus didn't sin. He showed his humanity and he kept holy. He kept his joy in no circumstance. So, in the moment that our feelings are unbalanced, we should always remember that we have to ask for strength from Jesus. We have to try to be like Him, meditate in His Word, and receive a renewal from God. Amen? We have to have joy in the chaos, my brother. It's not only our joy, but we have to get it from the Lord. What the Bible says in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, part B. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. In this context, Nehemiah told the people to share their food, to be glad, to be in fellowship, to repent from their sins and get gladness in God's presence because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And now I want to give you some examples of joy and what it brings to our lives. We have benefits when we have joy, the joy of the Lord. So the first one, when we have joy, joy brings deliverance. One day, Paul and Silas were in jail. They had chains on their bodies. They suffered. They were tired. But do you know what they were doing at midnight? After suffered, after saw a big mistake against them. The Bible says in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. <laughs> Can you imagine that? After they suffered a big injustice, they were praying and singing hymns to God. And others, prisoners, were listening to them. 
Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Hallelujah. Look at the joy of Jesus. What Jesus brings to us when we have joy. They had all excuses not to praise God. They were in jail. They were beaten. They were humiliated. But they decided to praise God. They decided to show their joy to be persecuted for Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Joy in the chaos. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 11 and 12, Jesus said, Blessed are you when people insult you, when people persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, Jesus said, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecute the prophets who were before you. Hallelujah. When we suffer for Jesus here on earth, we have to rejoice and be glad because our reward is waiting for us in heaven. Paul and Silas knew it. So at midnight, they were in jail praising God and God moved his powerful hand to deliver them. My brother, my sister, if you are in a prison, and maybe it's not a physical prison, but a spiritual prison or a prison in your mind, a prison of a circumstance that you cannot get out from that, be glad. I want to challenge you today. Be glad. Even if you have no strength, rejoice. Decide to stand up and praise God in the midst of the storm. And He will send an earthquake to shake the foundations of the prison you are in. Hallelujah. The prison doors will be open and every chain will come loose. Are you in trouble? The joy of the Lord brings deliverance. Get this today to your life. Amen. The joy of the Lord brings deliverance to your life. Get out from that prison. Get out from that circumstance in Jesus' name. So the second lesson today. Joy gives hope for tomorrow. Joy gives hope for tomorrow. There is a famous Bible verse that I'd like to read with you. I think you know. You read before. Psalms 30, verse 5. The Bible says, For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Pay attention now. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Hallelujah. This psalm is full of thankgivings for the great deliverance received by the psalmist. He faced a newness that left him on the verge of death. Only God could deliver him. At first, the psalmist exalts God for a very specific reason. His life was wonderfully saved from the clutches of death. If you read the psalms, the full psalms, you're going to get it. For the believers, all forms of difficulties, including illness, 
are only temporary issues. It's only temporary. Although the psalmist's suffering was intense and deep enough to take him to the brink of death. It lasted for a short time. Especially when we compared to the amount of joy he received. Hallelujah. The Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 2 and 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Hallelujah. When you are living a difficult time, a time of darkness in your life, my brother, be glad. You have to know that the test of your faith produces perseverance. So persevere. <laughs> This hard time will be over. And joy will come tomorrow, waiting for tomorrow. The joy of the Lord gives hope for tomorrow. Weeping may stay for the night. Dark, darkness, it will come against us. This is our life here on earth. We have many days of darkness. It's hard. Shadows day. Sad days. We have to face it every time. But the weep can stay for the night. But the joy comes in the morning. We will face problems here. But take heart. As the, as the weeping comes, it goes away. Hallelujah. Weeping may stay for the night. But rejoicing comes in the morning. Rejoicing is coming upon you. Believe it. Don't you worry about tomorrow. God is preparing joyful days for you. Joy bringing hopes for tomorrow. Put your hope in Jesus. Amen. It is the second lesson. Now, the third lesson. Joy is God's restoration to your life. Pay attention. Joy is God's restoration to your life. King David, he wrote a psalm after he sinned against God. He made a big mistake in the past. He fell into temptation and he repented. He was seeking forgiveness and restoration from God. And what he wrote, it is in Psalms 51. He said, verse 10 until 12. He was seeking for forgiveness that time. And he said, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew I steadfast spirit with me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Hallelujah. When we sin against God, we feel dirt, isn't it? Our spirit is totally broken. We are disappointed with ourselves and we need to be restored. King David, he prayed, creating me a pure heart, Lord. Renew me. He said, restore the joy of my salvation. My brother, 
How is your heart? Are you feeling the joy of salvation? When you read the Bible, do you feel joy? If you read the Bible, listen to me. If you read the Bible and you don't feel anything, something's wrong for you. Probably you are losing the joy, the joy of your salvation. You need a restoration from God. And this restoration is here. You can get from God. If you sinned, just repent. Confess your sin and God will give you joy back. If you are betrayed by friends, by life, and you are hurt, ask God to be restored and He will give you joy back. If your heart become a cold heart, your love for Jesus got cold. Cry out to God as the psalmist did and ask God, give him the joy of salvation back. I need your joy upon my life, Lord. I need your restoration. Joy is God's restoration to your life. When we talk about joy, we are talking about a joy that this world cannot offer to you. May, money cannot buy joy. <laughs> you cannot find it in people. You cannot find joy in parties. Nothing of this world can bring eternal joy to you. Look what the Bible says in Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy, joy in the Holy Spirit. We can only find this eternal joy in Jesus. His kingdom is full of peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, stop to seek joy in the things of this world. You are not able to find joy here in the things of this earth. You are not able to find joy in your job with your money, in some trip, beautiful trips. This joy you can feel just here in this world that you're going to spend maybe 50 years, 80 years. Seek God and get from Him eternal joy to your life. Let God fill you with the true joy that comes from Jesus. Let God restore you completely. And you will be able to experience a joy and peace that this world cannot give to you. Joy brings restoration to your life. Amen? So the fourth lesson, the last lesson today. Joy makes you a thankful person and leads you to a trust in God. We read before what Paul said to the Philippian church. Rejoice in the Lord, he said. Paul wrote that letter to give thanks to the Philippians. Why? Because they helped him. They helped him a lot and they also helped the church of God of that time. Joy makes us thankful people. Paul was in prison, but he found time and strength to give thanks to his brothers and sisters. Don't tell me that you have no time 
to be a thankful person to someone. Don't tell me it. <laughs> Don't tell me that you are in a hard situation that you cannot say thanks to your wife, thanks to your husband, thanks to your pastor, thanks to your friend. Don't tell me it. You have time enough. You have also technology today. <laughs> you have phone. You have Facebook, me, social media. You can say thank to everyone. Can you say thank to everyone, to someone that touched your heart, that helped you a lot in the past? You have to be a thankful person. Receive the joy of the Lord and be thankful. Be thankful in God's presence. Give thanks. Give thanks to God for what He has done for you. He has been so good to us. I can look to my life today. Even the bad things that I received from this earth. If you know my story, you know what I'm talking about. God, He has been so good to me. Even the storm that I faced in the past. God is here beside me. So every day I wake up and my brethren and I say to God, God, thank you. You are my father. I'm not alone. I, I have you beside me. I can walk on the streets and you are beside me. I can go to, the, to a wonderful church. I have pastors. You gave me a wonderful ministry. You gave me wonderful friends and a big spiritual family here. I have a nice family in Brazil. I have a wonderful father and mom, sister. God, you are so good. Thank you. So my brother, give thanks to God. Also, give thanks to God for the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. Because Jesus sacrifice, I'm stood up here. Hallelujah. Because Jesus sacrifice, I I have been saved. Give thanks to God for the salvation that he gave to you. Hallelujah. Be thankful to the people around you. Give thanks to those who are helping you or helped you in the past. Be thankful. Give thanks to those who support you when you face troubles. Give thanks. I'm so thankful for my family and also for my spiritual family here. I'm so thankful for all my brothers. Sometimes I ring to someone here or I, I visit someone and I receive some, some dinner, you know, because <laughs> I don't know how to cook. <laughs> I'm bad with cook, with chicken and meat. I don't know, my brother. But they helped me a lot. I received so much food. And I give thanks to them. I give thanks to my pastor, Pastor Marcel, Pastor Fabiana. Because they are leading me here to the right way. I give thanks to the worship team here that we have. Because always they are with me here praising God. I give thanks to all youth people that we have here. To Hope Cafe. I give thanks to all my brothers who support me from Brazil. They are giving money. They are praying for me. I give thanks to my family. Nature of family in Brazil. Because they are so good to me. Give thanks, my brother. Give thanks. We had to find time to be thankful. Even if you are facing hard days. Even if you are in jail. Be glad. The Bible says in Romans 15 verse 13. 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. As you trust more in God, you are filled with joy and peace. And you will be able to overflow with hope and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, my dear, do not look at the circumstance. Rejoice in the Lord. Do not keep sadness in your heart. Rejoice in the Lord. Do not be paralyzed by the hard situation. Choose to rejoice in the Lord. If you receive the joy of the Lord today, God, He wants to give joy. If you open your heart today, not tomorrow, do it today. If you open your heart, you're going to receive joy from God. You will experience deliverance. Be ready to receive freedom in every area of your life. If you receive the joy of the Lord today, you will get, get hope about tomorrow. Don't be afraid. God is beside you. He's taking care of you. If you receive the joy of the Lord today, you're going to be restored by God. Be ready to experience new days because they are coming. Hallelujah. If you receive the joy of the Lord today, you're going to be thankful to everyone around you. If you are in trouble, if you are in a hard situation, like the world is facing now, like this battle against virus and all the consequences that we will face ahead, if you have an opportunity to say something, do it like Paul. Say to everyone, rejoice. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Stop to send bad messages to everyone. Like to share bad, bad things. Like, oh, the, the world is not going to be the same. Oh, I'm afraid now to go to the streets. No. Change the word that you are using. Say now, my brother, rejoice. <laughs> be glad. Wait on the Lord. Wait patiently on the Lord because He's going to come and deliver you from the evil one. Say, as Paul says, said, rejoice. God is good. He's taking care of us. He never fails. And He will fill you with joy to overcome all things. Amen, my brothers. I'd like to invite Pastor Miles to come here. And don't forget, rejoice in the Lord. I will say it again. Rejoice. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. How can you have joy in the middle of the chaos? How? Are you a happy person? Or are you a complainer? Always complaining about things. What you do not have. Or about the circumstances. This is a secret. When we have Jesus in your heart. When Jesus becomes your savior. When Jesus saves your life. You are going to look to all circumstances. And you are going to be glad. You are going to be happy. Even when you don't 
have things. One day Jesus had just some bread and some fish. And what he did? He did not complain that he had little, not enough for the multitude. But he gave thanks to the Lord. And because of his gratitude, that bread and fish multiplied. I challenge you, change your way of life. You need to be a happy person wherever you go. Just thanking God and with joy in your heart and say thank you. Even you are in the middle of the chaos. Even the things are not okay. Even if you are unemployed. Even if you are sick. As Paul and Silas, they were in the, on jail. But they were happy. And they started worshiping the Lord. And the, their prisons were broken. Please, you need to repent. If you are not a happy person. Or maybe you don't know Jesus. In order to be a happy person in the middle of the chaos. You need to know Jesus Christ. And maybe you need to repent and you say, Jesus, please come into my heart. I want to be changed. I want to be transformed. And maybe you are not saved. Or maybe you are away from the Lord's path. Come back. I would like to pray for you. Close your eyes, please. Father, I want to pray for all my brothers and sisters that are listening to us. Help us Father, to walk in happiness, in joy. To be thankful. But also, Father, I pray for those who don't know you. Don't know Jesus. And I invite you, please, pray this prayer after me. And say to him, Lord Jesus, I have sinned against you. Please forgive all my sins. Today I want to come back to your path. And I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And I receive the joy of salvation in my life. In Jesus' name I pray. And I give you my life. And I'm going to follow you until the day of my death. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. May God bless you. May the glory of God be with you. And please rejoice. Be a joyful person. Always walking, smiling to everybody. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. God bless you in Jesus' name.